So so here's my deal that I thought about earlier today. If I get it right, I want you to edit in uproarious applause. <laughs> if I if I get it wrong, I want you to edit in every fart sound you can find. Okay. 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 Just like the stinkiest farts. <laughs> this is the cold open. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Hello, and you're listening to Sonic Podcast Adventure, the world's most way past cool podcast. Did I do it? Yeah. I did it! (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to add one applause, right? Like a single clap in a quiet room. (laughs) Yeah, just adding like a woo! All right, uh, I am am, uh, one of your co-hosts, Chris Dobbins, joined as always by... Hey, I'm Sean Aitchison. Uh It's it's cold. It's getting cold here in California, which means it is barely below six degrees. Uh, but that is hot cocoa weather for me. Yeah, uh, baby. We're talking about we're talking about uh, what, what, is this, is is it finite? The character's name is finite. His name is uh, uh, Limit. <laughs> His name is uh, That's figure eight. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah. Side. His name is uh, Mobius. <laughs> his name and is he's voiced uh, by Owen Wilson, believe it or not. We're talking about infinite. Who this? Uh, 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 you remember the the strongest of mountains, uh, roughest of ways, the toughest of terrors, the darkest of days. Hoobastank? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, we talked about um, Sonic Forces uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I mentioned how I wanted to do a full episode on Infinite. One, because I like him, and two, because... There's actually like really in Whoa, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You like infinite? Yeah, go figure. No. Speaking of which, I have his figure this... in my hands as I'm speaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, well, it's also because there's a really good article about the character design process in Sonic Forces, and they show like almost every major step of the process with infinite. And I wanted to go into like, this will be a shorter one because it's it's I say that and I just jinx the entire episode. But uh, uh, I wanted to go into detail about like infinite's origin and the story of his character design, because it actually plays a lot into different mythologies. And I think that's really cool. Like it's a lot of thought put into yeah. this character who appears just once. No, yeah, and I'm and I'm here to to learn. I um I've been busy. I couldn't do research. Um, so so uh, Chris is going to to yell lore at me. Yes, I am. Uh, like the meme of the lady on the couch. And it's it's the reverse <laughs> wrapped of, in the blanket. <laughs> it's the reverse of learning about of me learning about uh, Archie lore. So yeah, now for exactly. you, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's revenge. Now for you, it's edgy lore. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I'll give that one too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought it was gonna be like a minus two. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, to start off, I'm taking a lot of this from a uh, 2018 article from Nintendo Dreamweb. Um, the only way I can get access to it is through the Wayback Machine. And oh, my my old research researcher friend, good, (laughs) good old friend. Thank you, Wayback Machine, for for all of your work archiving the Internet. Um, There's a great article that is an interview with the lead character artist of Sonic Forces named Shinkichi Tanahashi. Um, He's been with Sega for a pretty long time, Uh, uh, worked on like. I believe like Space Channel 5 and a couple other games with them. Um, Yeah. And uh, this article is where I got from the Sonic Forces episode, the pictures of the um, Eggman robot designs and like the the philosophy behind them. Um, And he has a whole. Sorry, do you hear that airplane going by? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's It's cool. Um, He has a whole section where he goes into detail all about. the process of creating infinite. Uh, so yeah. Um, basically when Sonic forces began development, they wanted to have a new villain who would really stand out against the, the returning villains. So we knew we were, they knew they were going to have like metal and shadow and Zavok and chaos, but they wanted already off the bat. I want to say that like, the earlier designs they had would have done that. I think they got a little too Sonic charactery in the final design. Well, I, I, I'm fine with that. The earlier character designs, I, I have some issues with them. There, there, some of them are a little, almost not Sonic enough for me, or just not intimidating enough. Hmm. Um. But yeah, they wanted a character who would really stand out against them. Uh, and they wanted to make sure his design captured like they specifically called out. They wanted it to focus on being cool and evil. So like they were already going for the hot topic angle, like from the get go that that they wanted. Um, They said ideas they kept in mind were the character was going to be cruel, clinging to power. And because the whole focus of the game was the bonds of friendship that infinite would represent everything against that. Yeah, because he's interesting. Yeah, so he his original name when they were developing him was zero and then they changed it to infinite to represent because zero friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's what Sonic says. Yeah, he's like, oh, friends, all right, you don't have any or something like that. Um, but yeah, his name was Zero and they changed it to Infinite because they wanted it to represent his power. Um, yeah. So his first design, um, I will drop these pictures in the Discord, even though we already have the article up. His first design, they based it on a ghost, which I think comes through very clearly. And it's very triggery, too. Yeah, it is very triggery. So like he has a mask on. You can see um, there's like a cloak above the 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 mask. You can see he still has a gem on his chest. So they had the Phantom Mm -hmm. Ruby idea from the from the start. Um, Mm -hmm. They initially went with a ghost. 
and looking at the article. Um, Jeepers, Sonic, this place is haunted. <laughs> ghost! <laughs> uh, so he started with a ghost, and then they did another design where, like, the mask had horns and, like, long tendrils of hair. They really wanted to focus on the mask. That was yeah, like the I don't major... love this one. It's it's too carnival. I agree. Does that make sense? I agree. I, yeah. I completely agree. Um, but the 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 general idea of this silhouette is based on. Do you know the Japanese oni, the uh, Namahage? Yeah, uh, I'm familiar with them a little bit, but you sent a, f- a couple of reference photos here. Yes, that are very interesting. So the Namahage are in Japanese folklore and mythology. They are mountain ogres that are actually like somewhat well-meaning. And around New Year's, there's a festival where adults will dress up as Namahage. So they put on these scary Oni masks. They wear these uh, wigs and clothes that just have like long dangling hair. and they have a festival where basically the whole point is they scare kids into into being good and listening to their parents. <laughs> so I love I love that like uh, like there's so many like there's like a handful of connecting things in like cultures across the world mm-hmm. in our history and it's like we all created some form of dragon uh, we all like have Boogie some man. similar forms of like laughter and we all have something that is meant to scare children into behaving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got Krampus, you got the boogeyman, you have the Namahage. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and something I read about was that if, um, if the adults know the actors who are playing the Namahage, they will tell them specific bad things that the kids are doing. So <laughs> so when the Namahage go up to the kids, they personally know the stories of what these kids God, are, are acting up. I love it. It's so good. We should be scaring like, kids more. What's what's that mean where it's like men will literally it's like men will literally make up an entire folklore just to scare the kids into behaving instead of going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Um, they are armed with Deba knives, uh, and toting a hand pail made of wood called a teoke. Uh, march in pairs or threes going door to door, making rounds of people's homes, admonishing children who may be guilty of laziness or bad behavior, yelling phrases like, are there any crybabies around or are naughty kids around? (laughs) <laughs> so like they 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 oh my god i i i love it i love it but they you, you leave out a cold uh cold beer for him <laughs> uh uh but yeah they they wanted infinite silhouette to reference the namahage because they thought that that was a very strong silhouette that could strike fear because it's a thing children are raised to be afraid of yeah, so you, I mean, like, if he's a villain in a kid's story, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. we, we do that constantly. I mean, like, there are still characters in things that look like devils, yeah. like, because you're supposed to be afraid of the devil, but, you know, 
He's chill once you get to know him. So you can definitely see in that second design that I sent with the mask and the long hair and yeah, like the freakishly sure. long hands. They're they're definitely the playing into specifically. that. Yes, the horns, yeah. which is my next thing. They decided for another design, they went with a buffalo because buffaloes are animals that naturally have horns. Yeah, uh, I don't like this one. I don't either. From the neck up. Yeah. I like the gloves. I love when like an animal's like traits are put into the gloves. Like, it, um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like Beast Boy or like when they put like uh, like the lines of like paws on um, like characters uh, that are that are like animals, but they still wear shoes. You know, like it's you keep that theme going. Um, and I also like the purple here and the use of like the two tone grays. Yeah, like the purple and the grays is, is a nice combo. Like everything but the head looks really good. Yeah, the head the head looks like an Octorok from Zelda. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much not a fan <laughs> of that, but I think it would have been interesting to see like a buffalo in Sonic, you know, because it's not a character you would go for. So, like, yeah. I'm curious what his face would look like under the mask. He'd have the power of uh, spicy sauce. He's <laughs> 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 one of the villains who go, who turns good after Sonic defeats him, and he just opens up, or he starts like a a buffalo ranch, uh, like a line of buffalo <laughs> sauce bottles. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name, Sean? Is he still infinite? Oh, uh. Infinitely taste infinite's infinitely tasty buffalo sauce. Mm, I'll go for that. You know how like you yeah. know how like Box Lunch has those uh really I never talked about this. Box Lunch has these really strange pieces of Sonic merchandise where it's like photos of the classic characters and it's like Tails is tacos or like Knuckles Pizza, and I'm like Yeah, uh-huh? I have the Sonic Chili Dog one because that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. But like Tails. I uh, tacos and knuckles knuckles pizza isn't even trying. It, it's one of those things where I was it's like I don't with those think they ever. It, it, this is me kind of vaguely guessing why it's it's like they make those um when they make something they tend not to remake it like when it's out of stock they don't make yeah. a new one. Uh, so like there's very few things they do that with. So when a shirt goes out of stock and it's popular, they'll make a related shirt that's mm. similar but not the same. So. They're like, uh, what does Knuckles uh, make? You know, pizza, and they have to bullshit their way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's yeah. red. Uh, yeah. Sauce, uh, uh, pizza, Italian. Print it. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's let's go. Um, so after they tried around with different animals like the buffalo, um, they chose a jackal because the jackal is this uh, looks like a Halloween skin. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm gonna get into that. Um, a jackal they chose because of the Egyptian god Anubis. Anubis is it's a jackal. It's a jackal. Is it a jackal? It's a jackal. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't right the first time, why would it be right the next ten times? <laughs> um, but I was they, sitting on that one for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it all the time. But um, they chose a jackal because the the I keep wanting to say Greek. The Egyptian god Anubis is the god of the underworld who like helps usher souls and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they chose a animal that is associated with death in mythology. And I also think this is like that's what they said. But this is what I also think is that jackals in other mythologies are also depicted as tricksters along with foxes and coyotes. Mm-hmm. 
And the, considering yeah. the fact that Infinite's power is illusions, I feel like that could have been intentional, most likely accidental. I love what's going on with the tail here in this version. And yeah, it's another. I wonder appendage. if they re. Yeah, I wonder if they utilized like this concept art for Tangle eventually because they went a different direction with it. Oh, maybe. But I would have loved this because this is the kind of thing where it's like this feels like a horror monster. Or, or like more specifically, this feels like a kid's like like a mythology monster. I, I'm trying to find the right words. I just love the idea that the tail is like scary because yeah. of the it's like it's like all like um, it's all like mangy. Uh, mm-hmm. So it naturally forms like a scary hand and it has the feeling of like those trees that naturally look like big claws coming yeah. at you or whatever. And incorporating that into his like move set is so cool. Yeah, it's like I like it because it's sort of using every part of the cow or the jackal, as it were. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they so with the jackal design, they emphasize the big ears to represent the horns in the silhouette. Yeah. And then this first drawing of infinite, you can see his mask has no eyes. Um, He's covered in bandages. And the bandages they chose because they wanted it to look like eerie and mysterious. Mm-hmm. And I, I also like how they have the long bandages on top to represent the long hair of the Namahage. So they're incorporating. Yeah, I like Egyptian. how it looks like he's going to chase uh, Abbott and Costello around after they open up a sarcophagus. <laughs> 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 yeah, he should be, he should be the next uh, monster serial character this guy yeah but but i do like that too like it like this uh, this one just like is really like this is why it looks like a halloween scene because he looks like a mummy uh, a god a japanese horror like you know a japanese yokai and, and i think then, a big like spiderweb face yeah yeah a big part of that is no eyes i really like that choice yeah i i, I wouldn't have been mad at this if this was me neither me neither i like this design a lot um yeah and when when they drew this that image in the upper left corner of the mask that got received incredibly well by the rest of the staff so they decided going forward they were going to keep that mask idea yeah what what i like about it is the is that like if you saw this like fighting and he's not even looking at you and then the head slowly turns with no eyes there's a real scary effect to that. Yeah, it, it it sort of reminds me of like the Pale Man in Pan's Labyrinth, where it's just this really creepy otherworldly creature with no eyes. And you're just like, oh, is he even looking at me? Does he even know what's going on? Is he dead? Is he alive? Yeah, I like it. Um, the next piece, they experimented with the mask more. So this one, they got a little detailed. <laughs> not, I also like this one a lot. It's all right to but, me. But I think the ears make it feel like a big, giant mask that's like oversized. Yeah, it's that. Or and maybe then, it's the spikes underneath. Like like what? Like either the top or the bottom needs to lose some mass. So it's like not as, uh, you know, like it doesn't look like he's just wearing a mask that's twice the size of his head. Yeah, to me, it's also the yellow really stands out because it doesn't mesh with the rest of the color scheme. I think if they put yellow on the gloves and the boots, yeah, uh, yeah, those like straps, if those were yellow, that would look good. Yeah, if they added yellow into the rest of the design, it would absolutely work. But here it's just one part of the character is yellow while the rest are like 
dark blues and grays. So it doesn't really. Yeah. But um, they also hone in on the mask shape here, too. Yes. Yeah. So like they point out in the article, um, the, the shape of the mask is close to the final draft. Uh, this is one of the one of like getting closer to his design, which you can definitely see here. Um, they still have the bandages on him. Uh, they have like sort of messed around with the idea of the mask having just one eye and being partially broken. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm 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 gonna be honest. I don't love that part of his final design. The one I, eye. I think it. It's just it's the one eye. I, I think they needed to choose between one eye or the like mismatched ear shapes mm-hmm. in, inside the mask. It, it just feels like they couldn't decide on a design, so they put all of them in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. I was always confused by like the one black eye in his, in like his final design. And then when he uses his powers that I don't know if it's just like reflecting the aura around him or not, but that eye turns red. Yeah, so it it, it just feels like like either like like I, I think this would have worked better if they were both if it, if the mask was symmetrical and then they put like a crack down one of the eyes instead. Mm. So they got rid of the crack in the final design, which I'll send you next. Um, yeah, which is what makes it weird. Well, they got rid of the crack and they got rid of the bandages because they realized showing him bandaged and damaged made him seem weak and they didn't want that. Hmm. Okay, but yeah, I know I like that they ended up having the color balance with the fur. Like, I think like the under the mask design, like that if if we're to like Oh, no, and I guess we don't have to imagine we there's like a preview comic of him yeah. showing what he looks like underneath. But um, like, I like that base design that he has. I, I just think that the and, and even I like the shoes and I like the gloves. I think the mask just ended up being too much or like not the right arrangement of uh, elements. I get that. I because every time I see it, there's something about it that bugs me. I I understand that. Um. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, I, I just had a photo of Infinite from the Forces comic without his mask, which he's the second character in the series to have heterochromia. With yeah, colored eyes. Th- that's which, yeah, that's what I was going to say to you. Like you, he has this marking on his eye that I don't think is a scar. I think it's, it's just, not. To, just supposed to be one of his markings. I think that as like a black crack cr- across the mask would have done better. And then like symmetrical eyes and symmetrical ears. Yeah, I get that. They they mentioned that with his ears, they like made them opposites. So like one is white with black rings. One is black with white rings because they wanted it to seem like geometrically weird, like the character himself wasn't specifically right because he's kind of an illusionist and yeah. and the ears themselves have like an optical illusion to them. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it, it like one more refinement would have gotten it for me. <laughs> I get that. But yeah, he um, I'm sad that they yeah, I'm, I'm sad that they got rid of the like tail being another appendage because they still kept it looking like a creepy hand. Like it still has the yeah, five which, points, which is still, still effective for sure yeah. as like a design. Yeah, I just wish they could have like actually implemented that idea. But I guess because he's floating all the time, there's not really a reason for him to like use it to stand on and stuff. 
Yeah, I also do like how they uh, ended up turning the bandages into just like a mess of hair. Me yeah. too. I, I really like that decision because it's again, it still keeps the Namahage silhouette. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like, like what. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, because when we see like his symbol here uh, in the corner of all these designs, mm-hmm. it looks better when the eyes are like these symmetrical. Like this looks like a creepy jackal like that yeah. hypnotizes you because of the ears are like the you know, the, the, the swirls of like a hypnotic spiral. Mm-hmm. So it just, it feels like you would still get this effectively scary look if you kept the eyes the yeah. same. Yeah, I, 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 I am coming around to completely agreeing with you and your <laughs> points. But yeah, I, I, it really, it really is a strange choice to have that one eye blacked out. Yeah, because like I mean, it's not even the same lose, shape. As, does he lose an eye in the comic or something? No, they like they don't show him making the mask or anything like just really it, like Slade. <laughs> <laughs> or Zorro. But yeah, yeah, like it's it's I like the story of this character design because you usually don't see character designs going this in depth where like you can see the beginning to the end and find the patterns of like, oh, they liked this, so they kept it, and they decided to, to change this. Oh, this didn't work. Yeah, Let's and bring it in especially this. shows that they were trying to make sure this was like a brand new villain you hadn't seen before. Yeah, like, like I love the idea. I'm, I'm a person who's really into folklore and mythology, so I love the idea of hearing them specifically saying like, oh, yeah, we took from like Egyptian mythology and our own Japanese folklore because we wanted it to symbolize death and put some fear in the kids that were playing this game. Like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that rocks. It's really cool to see um, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog taking influence from that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it also like it, it does show like that Sonic the Hedgehog, like I mean, like kind of going into like the art, like talk about like Archie Sonic, where it's like it does do this like effective thing of like it's a such a big and weird world that you can really throw anything into it and it doesn't not fit, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and, and that's what I love about like learning about all these influences and stuff like that. Um. I was going to say, too, was this an Archie comic, this preview comic, or was it just like available on like a download or something? That was that was um, the IDW team did it before Forces came out. Right, because the IDW started after Forces, right? Yeah. OK, so it was after Archie deal expired and then they were starting the new one and it was like more or less probably to test the waters. Yeah, these were just posted on the Sonic Twitter in like four parts. So they had one all about yeah. um like your player character um uh and the chaotix they had one with knuckles and silver on angel island they had one with shadow and rouge investigating omega's disappearance and then they had this one revealing how infinite teams up with eggman and like what the okay. jackal squad is cool but yeah, I I um I want to read the creator's comment, uh, Shinkichi Tanahashi. So he wrote, "We designed Infinite as a ferocious presence that stands in the way of the bond between Sonic and his friends, along with keywords such as cruelty, clinging to power, and not believing in bonds." Namahage was raised as a motif. We wanted the Namahage to have a scary image and a catchy silhouette. 
The design was difficult, but I remember that the infinite face logo I had casually drawn turned out to be a success, and I was able to clear my mind and quickly move towards completion. There is a theory that the jackal is the animal motif of the god Anubis, the god of the underworld, and this was the deciding factor. My favorite part is the part where the striped pattern inside the ear is reversed from negative to positive on the left and right, and I think the geometric eeriness is a nice accent. Yeah, I, I think it would have worked. I think you just had to keep the eyes the same then. Yeah. Like it, it, it ruins the image to do that. Yeah, it's 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 a bizarre choice, but I still love his design overall. I love Also, can he hear through that mask? That is fully covering where he hears I would, of. Ass- I would assume maybe it's like Spider-Man's uh uh eyes where like it's got like a slight texture to it where it's like, oh, yeah, he can see. Yeah, that. it's not just solid. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, uh, Daredevil is a better example where it's like, yeah, he kind of wears things over his ears. <laughs> <don't he?"> <laughs> well, I mean, he, I mean, he can hear he, better, exactly, so it doesn't really matter. Exactly. But he, it's he like, why better. dampen it to begin with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little thing that I like looking at his figure um, in that final design image, I sent that infinite like that Mobius strip logo. On in the corner, that's on the soles of yeah. his shoes. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> he goes to the cobbler. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> and it's like, it's like you know, it, it's like the same way a kid presents like a Stussy S he drew, just mm-hmm. like this. So I drew this slides across the table. <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy! I, I, now, now I want to see infinite like just. Going to the cobbler, going to the fishmonger, hanging out in a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> These are all Ian drawings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up, I wanted to discuss like his appearances, basically. Um. I sorry, I already sent the photo of him in the Rise of Infinite comic, which that is where like. We first it's the only time we've seen him without his mask because they never actually show his face in that Frontiers cutscene. Um And I see he's fighting alongside Jeffrey St. John and Hershey. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a beret and you've got one that's like <laughs> the girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you're right. Oh god. Anyways, oh, I'm, I'm gonna god. push that to the side and deal with that later. But yeah, he's the, the best leader. Part, I started that. I started saying that as a bit, and then halfway through, I'm like, oh my god, I'm actually correct. <laughs> <laughs> he um he's the leader of uh, a group of mercenaries called the Jackal Squad. And when Eggman is doing research on the Phantom Ruby, which just somehow appears in front of his lab, uh, the Jackal Squad is trying to raid Eggman's base to get uh, uh, Eggman tech to sell it for profit. And when Infinite goes to attack Eggman, he accidentally touches the Phantom Ruby and around them, it projects this completely destroyed world. And... Eggman realizes that's what Infinite wishes for the world. So they decide to team up and the the rest of the Jackal squad is like, uh, you don't need like boss. You don't need this guy. We can we're good for our own. But Infinite decides to go along with him and bring in the rest of the Jackal squad. And then Shadow kills them all. Damn, dude. Yeah. So 
Shadow. So they joined. So they <laughs> they joined. The, they joined Eggman, and then in the episode Shadow DLC for Frontier for Forces, um, it, the level starts with Shadow racing to Eggman's base, and Eggman going over the radio yelling like Jackal Squad has been completely wiped out. And when Damn, he meets dude. up with Infinite, Infinite's like, you wiped out my entire squad, like, furiously. So, yeah, Shadow, <laughs> almost every character. Hey, what's on- going on? I only been here every few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Don't ever show your worthless face to me again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's funny to think about it as one of the Jackal squad. Know, just to be like, hey, what's going on? Or it's funny to think about Infinite coming in and being like, and just hearing about Shadow, like I was <laughs> destroying I was, everything. I was thinking of Mo when when Flanders calls him an ugly, hate-filled man, and Mo is like, "Hey, I may be ugly and hate-filled, but uh, what was the third <laughs> thing you said?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! Um, but yeah, uh, Shadow kills the entirety of Jackal Squad, and then beats the shit out of infinite and calls him worthless. So infinite losing his squad and being mopped by shadow. He has a fucking breakdown. And then the entire infinite, <laughs> the entire Jackal squad was killed by, Oh, let's say shadow. <laughs> I thought you were still going to go with, Oh, let's say Mo. Uh, both are funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, then we see everything in Sonic forces. He teams up with Eggman. Um, they plan to drop the sun on the entire, uh, resistance to destroy them. Uh, Sonic as, and as you do, as you do, uh, Sonic and the player character defeat him with the power of friendship. And according to the Encyclopedia, Infinite and his Phantom Ruby copy were absorbed into the original Phantom Ruby, which Eggman then uses to power his final boss robot. And then after that fight. The Phantom Ruby is sent back to. The Sonic Mania era, so it's sent back in time, back to Mm. Sonic Mania, and then it appears in. uh, uh, Encore in Encore mode, because it starts the Phantom Ruby starts in Sonic Mania where they first find it. At the end of Sonic Mania, it gets sent to Sonic Forces. And then at the end of Sonic Forces, it gets sent back to Sonic Mania Encore. And then in Sonic Mania Encore, the Phantom Ruby, after the final boss, it creates a wormhole that sucks up Eggman and itself and it disappears. And that's the last we see of it. My theory is it went back to the time when Eggman got it. It went back to dinosaurs. No, because if it could send itself forward in time randomly to appear so it's, to Eggman, it could also send itself back, or rather, so you know, it can do both. It goes back to when like, Eggman found it, and it's an infinite yeah. loop. Yeah. Oh, I like infinite that. It keeps going into the cube. Poor guy. <laughs> There's like but 20 like of that. them in there by now. <laughs> <laughs> then, well, also, like, I, I did see a new lore update that says he died on the way back to his home planet. I'm sorry I keep doing this. <laughs> I am compelled. Wow, Infinite was from another planet? 
<laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's half Joe Camel and a third Fonzarelli. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Um, but yeah, that's that's the last we know of whatever happened to this guy is that he got sent to classic Sonic's time and then disappeared. Which it's bizarre because it like the wormhole sucks up Eggman at the end of Mania Encore and then Sonic Superstars takes place after Mania Encore. Hmm. And Eggman's just back. It's like the same way they did with uh, Sonic Generations where they're stuck in the white void and then the next game they're totally fine. So it's like, okay, <laughs> where uh Where'd he go? Yeah, but I got better. <laughs> I love the idea of like infinite then like uh, like appearing in um, the past of Sonic and just being like, what is this? Some Muppet baby shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, th- admittedly, that would be pretty wild playing a classic Sonic game. And all of a sudden, a modern character shows up just completely contrasting the art style. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you talking about the um, uh, the Sonic 06 guy? What if he just appears? <laughs> I'm not playing the clip. I'm not giving you the satisfaction. Okay. (laughs) Um, Which was a cover up for I couldn't find it in time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's 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 sort of the last we see of him in a canonical sense. But he appears in both of the um, mobile games. So he's in Sonic Dash and uh, Sonic Forces Speed Battle, which we already talked about the Warlock Infinite skin. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's like the the design process and history of this guy. He's appeared in one mainline game. He's considered a joke by most people, but there was a lot of thought put behind his design. Yeah, I mean, also, uh, what was it? Say? Yeah, it's just as a Sonato <laughs> fan art. Yes. Older, what is this? Excuse me. Oh, it's from one of the. OK, so let's get into miscellaneous. Um, I have uh, this split up. Yeah, well, first of all, we know that his best friend, Ian Jr., has been looking for him. That's right. Yeah, I forgot to put that in. Yeah, his best friend is Ian Jr. Um, Yeah, canonically. uh, In the third Sonic Twitter takeover, they mentioned that Infinite sent them a file uh, titled Sonato, and it's filled with pictures that they don't mention. So Infinite (laughs) canonically has a file filled with uh, Yaoi fan art of Sonic and Shadow. It's just like, and then after that, Sonic and Shadow just don't talk to each other for like a few weeks just to make sure it's not weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know if you ever watch Scrubs, but there's like... Oh, I love Scrubs. Yeah, it's like the bit where they do like the the intern like sketch show and they just, two people playing Turk and JD Kiss. (laughs) And then they just like, they can't look at each other or talk to each other for like a few days. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. God, um, so Infinite had a figure before the Jack specific one, but it's kind of rare to find um, back when Ta- he looks so mad. I know back when Takara told me did uh, the Sonic figures. Some of their last figures was a three pack with Sonic, Zabok and Infinite. And the photo they have of Infinite looks like he's like doing the most pouty, like leaning forward, arms straight down, bent into fists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you just said like the Tom and Jerry like alleyway cats. Oh my god, perfect. That's exactly what it wow. is. Wow, I like was my like, like my brain lit up. I'm like, yeah. I've seen this before. Good pull because I couldn't, I couldn't remember what specifically it was for the life of me. That is perfect. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, let's not overlook the Zavok in this, where he just looks like he is like. He, he looks like he's doing that slow walk like v- like video Armageddon. game like opponent where it's like <laughs> trying to teach you the dodge. Yeah. And it's like he's coming. He's coming. <laughs> Press circle. <laughs> um but yeah, Ugh. uh uh well frankly like I don't see a good way to make figures of the Zeti because they're designs are so like unfriendly to a They would have figure. to not be action figures. Yeah. They would be have to be statues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was back with Takata Tomi, but a couple years ago, as we know, uh, Jack Specific got the license, and we have the current infinite figure, which it's wild. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild he got one before, like, Blaze, you know? Who? Who? <laughs> no, no, who is that? Seriously. <laughs> Blaze saying like who? Oh, <laughs> Blaze. <laughs> I've met her. I don't know who that is. Uh, but yeah, he comes know. with a little uh, Phantom Ruby like uh, figure accessory thing. But I like this figure a lot. It was I had to fucking hunt for this thing. I had to pay money to park at Universal City Walk so I could go to the <laughs> the comic shop there and buy this. And then when I bought it, the uh, the. the <laughs> When I bought it, the clerk there Share with the class. So I called ahead <laughs> to ask if they had this figure. That's how determined I was. I was to find this goddamn figure. Um, and they did. And I asked them to hold one for me. And then I visited later in the day uh, and I picked it up. And the clerk who was there was like, yeah, when you asked me to hold this figure, when I grabbed it off the shelf, I thought its design was so cool. What's the story behind him? And I was like, uh, Shadow beat him up and he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, oh, OK. Uh, you know, uh, he um, yeah, his his friends got beat up and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he went to Hot Topic and and heard a song and was like, "Ugh, this is me." He was just innocently trying to take over the world, and Shadow beat him up. Yeah, <laughs> the guy just wanted destruction everywhere. Which I, I really want IDW to bring in Infinite because I I I kind of want to know what what happened to Infinite in his past that makes him want this totally destroyed world. It's like, I know we already did this with the, with the topaz, with the, um, uh, with the warp topaz. I can't think of the the adjective, um, that like he, I mean, if he's just jumping around time because of the Phantom Ruby, which I'll say it doesn't make sense. And it's an illusion gem. Yeah. Why, why does it go through time Mm. regardless? Uh, Oh, maybe it sees through the illusion of the timeline. um, but uh, what if like he it was a similar thing where it's like the ruby reappeared and everyone's like, isn't infinite in that thing? We have to like catch it before it disappears next time. Mm. And then they keep it in a container and then, you know, another arc and then 
come back to it like breaking out he's finally free like it, it, because it stopped moving around from place to place <laughs> and time to time he can break what, his way out what is it genie says when he comes out of the lamp where he's like eight million years gives you such a crick in the neck that's <laughs> 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 infinite when he pops out of the phantom ruby <laughs> just like a like a very uh it's like have you seen the uh <laughs> you seen the the worthy kids palpatine bit oh yes of the course. short yeah it's like oh <laughs> <laughs> i i love that bit so much because there are so many funny drawings of like cute baby palpatine i love it i always think of it, is this a bit are we cool <laughs> <laughs> um Ugh. But yeah, I, I remember in the early days of IDW, Ian Flynn saying that, um, according to Sega, Infinite was off limits for the comic, um, mm-hmm. which I hope that's that's like changed going forwards, because as I mentioned, he's in two of the mobile games and he has an, a, a like a event skin for one of them. So Sega clearly knows that like people are interested in this character. Mm-hmm. And it's also really weird of Sega to introduce a villain or like a character at all and then just not have them show up again because we've been getting the fucking Zeddy in racing games. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, you know, they, they, like it is it is a known fact about the anatomy, anatomy and biology of Zeddy that they love to drive around in little cars. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 they, they love little <laughs> little. Oh, man, I, I mean, they are machine controlling uh being so i did stumble upon an accidentally <laughs> fitting lore there <laughs> um this is unrelated to anything but Go we on. should do we should do uh an ian podcast where we just get all of the ians who have been on God, and I you wish. can kind of count because ian is in the last three letters of your name and i can fudge it with hsun <laughs> and ian <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Ian cast. <laughs> Today I am taking the Christ out of Christian. I am just Ian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Uh, you know, uh, add us if you want us to do the Ian cast. <laughs> That's a good live episode, to be honest. <laughs> oh. We got we gotta think of some good title puns for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not doing it now. It's 8 p.m. Um, uh, he also has a plush from uh, Great Eastern Entertainment who have been doing all of the really nice Sonic plushes for a while. <laughs> He's so pointy. <laughs> He's so pointy, but also like his his clothes, his, I guess, scarf, for lack of a better term. Um, it looks like one of his those. Fluff. Yeah, it looks like one Muzzle. of those frocks from like Shakespearean times, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, he's, um, he's played by Liam O'Brien. He's a thespian. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the Jackal Squad was originally a, uh, a group of actors who uh, <laughs> wanted a realistic prop troop. and realized that, <laughs> yeah, they wanted a realistic prop. And so they realized, wait, stealing shit's more fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 this Hamlet, this 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 rendition of Hamlet, way better with a real human skull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I also, this is such a weird thing, but it's like, I kind of like how they, the shape of the mask is here, where it's actually like more of like one straight line without the little like cute little nose going on. Yeah, I see what you mean. I, I almost like that better, but I, I can see how it might not work. How about the very breast shaped ears? <laughs> <laughs> he gets an opie mask. Pad. <laughs> I've never seen. I, oh, my God. I've never seen an ear have nipples, but there you go. <laughs> It's right there. <laughs> You're just not looking in the right corners of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, his fucking theme song. Do I even need to say anything more? Uh, yeah, please, actually. Oh, okay. Educate me. <clears throat> so it was composed uh, and arranged by Tomoyo Otani, who's been... Uh, one of like the lead composers for a while now, like composed uh, uh, pretty much all of um, Frontiers' music. Um, uh, did a lot of my favorite songs. So like Sea uh, Bottom Segway from Lost World and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. One of the best soundtracks he's done is Sonic Runners which those games don't exist anymore, but their soundtracks whip. They're really good. Um, but yeah, he, he composed it along with uh, Tyler Smith and Andy Bain from the band Danger Kids, who then went on to do another song for uh, Frontiers. Um, okay. But yeah, I like that some of the Sonic songs lately have been less like here's a band doing this, or, or rather, I like that the, the transition from Crush 40 as much as I would love more Crush 40 mm. was let's get a Sonic uh, composer and a person from a band. I think possibly that the composer likes or just like a person from a cool band, you know, mm. uh, you know, like who was Tank and uh, Bowling Pursuit and stuff like that. So it, it's it's a cool like way to make a song. I think. Yeah. Especially like, because like if you look at the history of Sonic songs, it's like there is Michael Jackson in sonic music so mm -hmm. it, it it tracks well not even that back in the first game it was dreams come true they were they were a pop band they didn't oh yeah exactly for... so it's part of the history yeah i i um i i love the the sound of these songs like not just infinite but they also did the same thing for all of the boss songs in uh frontiers where like Otani composed it and brought in Kellen Quinn. Wait, or can, you, Tyler can you say Smith. that again? Boss songs? Boss songs? <laughs> Why? It was very Jersey the first time you said it. How, how so? <laughs> boss songs. Boss, did I say boss songs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a new one for me. <laughs> whoa. And I was exaggerating a bit, but like, <laughs> I was just like, whoa. I'm going to have to go listen to that one. <laughs> wow. If I isolate it and I'm wrong, then maybe I was hallucinating. No, but. <laughs> you might be right because like I, I get called out for like specific jerseyisms that I don't really know. Like <laughs> it's like it's like in they live where like they point out the <laughs> they point out the person who can see them just like. <laughs> <laughs> or is that the thing? They both kind of do that. No, you're thinking of, I think you're thinking of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all kind of do. <laughs> uh. Wow. I remember when I started at BuzzFeed, like a week in, a coworker pointed out that he knew I was from New Jersey because of the way I said the word raccoon. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How, like, how, how do you know, like, from one word where people, where a person is from? Yeah, I, uh, I really want to hold this infinite plush by the neck <laughs> <laughs> and paint him up against the wall. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, the way to the only way to hold a plushie. But yeah. like there's just it's just like, man, I don't know why Sonic characters specifically made it's because the heads are huge. And yeah. when you choke them, it looks like you're just holding their whole body and you feel like, <laughs> you know, you feel like the Hulk, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Chris, like, tell me I, more about Infinite. Well, I, I have the plushies of uh, Tangle and Whisper hanging above my desk, and like Whisper's head can just fit in the palm of my hand. <laughs> like the, the size of the a power baseball. of the sun in the palm of my hand. <laughs> what is this podcast uh, anymore, man? Oh boy. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I uh, Infinite song, his theme song, fucking whips. I love it so much, like unironically. Yeah, and doesn't he whip you around in that fight that his theme song plays in? Well, not even, not even really. Like his first boss fight, um, is or doesn't in, he have like a whip attack? No, his first boss fight is he like it's in the Mystic Jungle um zone where in the previous level Sonic like encountered a giant snake and basically had it like tie itself around the jungle and then the boss mm. is on the body of the snake so like infinite's floating and like shooting barriers of um uh like illusion cubes whatever they're called at Sonic and he has to jump to avoid is them it about my cube <laughs> god shut <laughs> no, no see because chelsea and i use that one all the time i know, and just like I know. Now, my brain one of my is favorite trained. ones my brain is just trained to hear cube and respond <laughs> like a pavlovian fucking like, <laughs> is it about my cube uh, um <laughs> god uh uh it's like infinite summons a bunch of clones and you just got a homing attack and get the right one and then the second boss fight is with the avatar which if you have the um if you have the flame wisp it's the easiest boss fight i've ever seen in a video game because infinite just flies around and all you need to do is hold in the right trigger and infinite just goes like oh ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then homer dropping down the uh <laughs> the ravine sean i'm gonna i'm gonna stick my thumbs in your eyes knock it off <laughs> <laughs> oh my god jesus uh, focus oh god <laughs> i'm sorry i got violent <laughs> i'm sorry chris chris put the gun down put the ruby down <laughs> um i'm sorry i'm genuinely sorry i got angry like that <laughs> chris are you mad at me no i'm not i love you <laughs> Chris, are we getting a divorce? No, I I love you. I just have a very short fuse. <laughs> are Tangle and Whisper getting a divorce? <laughs> Is there something you're not telling me about Tangle and Whisper? <laughs> um. Next up, uh, all year, um, uh, Sonic Channel in Japan has been doing 
calendar illustrations with the theme of the characters being isekai'd into another story. Um, so like they had Silver and Blaze uh, as like a waiter and a waitress at a fancy restaurant and they had to like protect it. They did um, uh, Tails and Marine in Romeo and Juliet, but switching roles. Uh, the hmm. first one, they, the first one they did in January was Infinite and Shadow in a visual K band where they hate each other, but they have to perform together. <laughs> They look like they got quantum leaped into this. Yeah. But they were fighting in the middle of the quantum leap. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I'll, you know, I'm going to go with the flow here. And if it's like, no, I'm going to kill you still. Like, yeah, like that's genuinely what it is, because each calendar illustration comes with a story. And the shadow and uh, uh, infinite one was that shadow just kind of wants to do his own thing but infinite wants to usurp him as the leader of the band and they just get into arguments and beat each other up in in the back room yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's genuinely what Um, it is it's so cool this is such a derail but like i (laughs) there there is a joke that uh the comedian comedian kyle canane has where he talks about like his greatest fear is being freaky friday into somebody into the body of somebody who's like doing a task he doesn't know how to do like uh operating like a tractor or like oh benny hana chef and i think my my freaky friday fear is being uh, isekai'd into like a k-pop star like this like It's just like, oh, you want me to sing and dance in tune and also be a copy of my friends? Okay. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the smarmy one? Okay. <laughs> What's my motivation? <laughs> How long will it take to dye my hair? Okay. <laughs> um, okay, sorry for the derail. No, no, you're okay. You're okay. <laughs> Tell me uh, more about your large adult son. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your older, balder, fatter son. <laughs> you did it that time. I know I did. <laughs> Infoinet, but but license plates. What? Infoinet? <laughs> Infinito. <laughs> Infinito license plate. There we go. We workshopped it. Moving on. <laughs> um. Uh, the the director of um, Sonic for, uh, Colors, Lost World, Frontier or Forces and Frontiers, uh, Mario Kishimoto is very active on Twitter and like really likes to answer fan questions. And somebody sent him a message earlier this year asking if it would be possible for Infinite to return. And his reply on Twitter was Infinite is a character from a mainstream title, so I don't think it would be surprising if he appeared in future titles. So, it's not off the table. <laughs> Can we talk about Infinite coming back? I've been dying to talk about Infinite coming back. <laughs> this whole episode. <laughs> oh, and how's, how is the conspiracy board going? <laughs> <laughs> what do I find out? There is no Infinite. <laughs> the man does not exist. <laughs> Chris, not only is just infinite exists, he's appearing in the next game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sega can't. Sega can't ban me because I threw away. I can't finish it. I, yeah, I was on. trying to think of what to do with that, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Uh, um. 
news. We got some news. Uh, the big one. Uh, we got Shadow's feet. It's called the blue blur. Called by its first name. The news. Last it's the news. <laughs> Chimpanzee that. Hedgehog that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been listening. Um, I've been listening to too much of the Ricky Gervais show the the past couple it's weeks. Okay. So we get Shadow's shoes and cup size uh, in this image. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sean. <laughs> Brain is broken. I'm sorry. So we got a a preview image of the on-set shadow maquette that they're using for the Sonic 3 movie. Super Um, Photoshop to have. It might not even be the maquette. It might be one of the model renders. No, it's definitely the maquette. Oh, yeah, you can see some of the plastic lines. But yeah, yeah, like they I think they also like. Like blotted out the rest of the body, though. Well, it might just be the lighting. Maybe, but you you wouldn't get a full like like true black out of the rest. Oh of the yeah, body yeah. If... Like they they definitely adjusted like uh, the shadows and the highlights. No pun intended. Yeah, uh, these shoes look really good. I I do feel like there's one too many like details added to give it like texture and stuff. A little, little too much greeble. Uh, yeah, I think like. I would have rather just like a single seam on the bottom part versus like so many layers of it. Mm-hmm. Like, but they, I guess they are rocket shoes. They're well, yeah, they're rocket shoes. They look like they are made for like walking, and that's just what they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> One of these days. Um, but yeah, they they, um, they look they they. Look very like armored. I like this. this... Love the inhibitor rings. Yes, I I I love that because now they look like not just rings. Yeah, because like they look like a device in the in the in um Sonic Adventure Two. His rings were almost like a belt because you could see these little flaps hanging off of them. But then in Sonic Heroes, they changed them into just like the solid gold rings, like Amy has. I Um, like. Yeah. What I like about them, too, is that they have that seam on the side. So it looks yep. like they can just like open up almost like uh, like handcuffs kind exactly. of. Exactly. I think. Yeah. Like, like the way they have those vertical seams. Oh, shit. I just noticed something on the rings. logo. Yeah. The 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 spirals, the blue and red. The Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. holy shit. Yeah. Which the interesting thing is on the logo for um the shadow quills on the bottom. Shadow's red is on the tops of the quills. In this photo, it's it looks like he's got red frosted tips, which I wonder if that's the ang- if that's, that's the kind of a cool way with. to do it. I agree. I, I do like that a lot because it feels like, you know, uh, like in like, you know, when there's like a dog that has like, you know, different colored fur like that, it yeah. like kind of comes off the ends, you know? Well, it's also that's that really cool. like it's also that. Like Shadow just has those streaks on the top of the quills. So most of the time you can't even really see it. If it's yeah, if it's a gradient like that, where like as it gets towards the ends of the hairs, it turns red. I think that's a really good idea. I got the red dyed hot topic. Uh. (laughs) Do you think Shadow (laughs) dyes his hair as much as Ramona? Yes, (laughs) they dye it together. (laughs) 
The way I said that just reminded me of, you think Mr. Krabs ever does karate? (laughs) (laughs) Um, His gloves look like, I know this is painted plastic, but just looking at like the seams on his gloves and like the general, I guess, shape of them, they look leather. Yeah, which which fits. Yeah, like Sonic and Tails have cloth. Knuckles has like boxing material. Shadows look leather, Mm -hmm. which means, yeah, that guy's probably going to be on a bike. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which fits. And and it looks like it's leather that like the extended of the cuffs are like that, too. Yeah, which it's interesting in um, here. Let me let me pull up a photo real quick. Um, In the in the in the preview image we got of Shadow in Sonic 2, his like the black and red cuffs on his gloves they loop uh, they go underneath the inhibitor rings and it looks like they removed yeah which that i actually kind of like i like it too but, i think that's a cool idea yeah, but, but i that's I, I, fine yeah, yeah i completely agree like they tyson even said this shadow that appears at the end of it's just a modified sonic yeah. yes so it wasn't his final design at all which i am totally fine with because they they really need to poof out that chest fur it looks like a batman logo <laughs> Yeah, like it, it it would be great too if it, it is like an actual like tuft of animal hair where yeah. it is like it is coming off like a floof. Yeah. Yep, that's what I want. I don't want it to just be like colored fur. I want Put to some actually... hair on that chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, Take him hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take Lisa hunting? She's a vegetarian. <laughs> Ah, jeez, Homer. You and Machi cousins, are you? (laughs) Um, Next one. Uh, I might have talked about this last time. I don't remember. But um, David Marriott, the the editor of IDW Sonic, said that the main IDW series is going to be going on break um, while the Fang miniseries happens, and then it'll be back later in 2024. Fang's greatest tr- crime, stealing the ra- the main IDW series. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> but I'm going to steal the <laughs> the release slots. <laughs> In um, yeah, he wrote about it on Blue Sky, where he said, uh, "We're making space for the Fang Mini. We think it's cool, and the ongoing series starting with issue number sixty nine. Nice. We'll We're be pivoting back to later. Fang." Is that a pivoting to video joke? I can say it. I'm in journalism. I know. I know, but it's stupid. <laughs> Get this, Fang. It's big. It's now. It's what? <laughs> and how? <laughs> I don't even remember what that's a reference to, but I know it. It's fun fucking Spider-Man. It's Ted Raimi doing it. <laughs> Brush up on your Ted Raimi history, America's sweetheart. I've watched the first Raimi Spider-Man movie like three times this year, and I fucking forgot. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, Next up. This is a Sonic podcast. Yeah, yeah, it used to be. Before before the dark times. Um, 
the yeah, I, I love Sonic Podcast Adventure, but they got really, uh, uh, but <laughs> they really turned into a. Oh wait, what's the what's the Simpsons one? Sonic Podcast Adventure turns into a Simpsons podcast so gradually, I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> uh, next up, the Shadow Lego set released, and in it, it has like a little booklet of like the instructions. Obviously, it did. Um, I didn't know. Apparently, uh, this is from at uh, MC Voices on Twitter. So E M C E E voices on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I forgot it has a little Eggman Lego face. <laughs> <laughs> um, they put the, the, the booklet has a preview of a never before seen Sonic Lego set. Uh, Knuckles has a fucking mech. I love the Knuckles Lego hands. First of all, <laughs> big meaty claws. Uh, he has I, a giant mech to protect the master emerald. From Rouge flying on like the Batwing. <laughs> this is again where it's like there's so many things to make Sonic Lego. Why I are know. we already scraping the bottom? I know. It's really I had to get rid of that those those uh, excess exoforce parts, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I I love that Knuckles took the time to make sure that his mech had his his Lego feet, you know, like literally mm -hmm. they look like literally, your shoes yeah. and they have Legos on them. Um, I also like the Master Emerald. It just looks like. Some weird fruit. It, it uh, how many licks does it take to get the, the Tootsie Roll <laughs> center of a Tootsie Emerald? <laughs> <laughs> a one. It's more of a blow pop looking one, but you, you get the idea. <laughs> Three. It's Rouge. It's Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> or Old Man Al from the OVA. <laughs> oh, my God. Old Man Al. Uh, oh, God. Well, I'm also thinking of like, instead of just eating it, the Master Emerald shatters. A one, <laughs> a two, two, three. And then you just hear the uh, the radar sound effect of looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what the fuck is this? I'm going to I'm going to say it. What the fuck is this? Like what? I don't know. Like, like, I don't know, make a little diorama. I, I know kids want to play with things, but it's like there are like like Tails is robot. Tails has a robot. Yeah. Like <laughs> just make the Tails robot like and, and let Knuckles be like a little diorama, you know, because they make like those little Star Wars dioramas that are mm -hmm. really cool. Like we have the trench run and it's really it's a really nice like use of parts and use of scale. And yeah, I'm make like, a little I would love that for Sonic. The Master Emerald Shrine or something. Yeah, exactly. But no, Knuckles gets a giant Pacific Rim mech. Yeah, I it's it's made out of his dead father. Um, and uh, <laughs> did his father grow when he died? What the fuck? <laughs> it's made out of his dead father, and Tikal tells him to get in it, or else, uh, <laughs> or else, uh, fuck. Who's another kid that will have to get in? <laughs> Julie Sue will have to do it again. <laughs> I can't tell if you're mad about remembering who Julie Sue exists or I, I about the joke Sean, I was doing. Sean, I'm, I'm rubbing my <laughs> eyes with my fingers. I'm sure you can hear that. Just imagining to call with the with the 
Genji Akari like glasses. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next up, uh, we have a synopsis for the final season of Sonic Prime, which comes out, I believe, in January. I might be mm-hmm. wrong, but I believe it is. Um, <clears throat> with the power of the Paradox Prism under his control, Nine turns the Shatterverse upside down. However, the Prism power is as unstable as its wielder and requires energy trapped inside of Sonic to stabilize. Extracting said energy, however, means that Sonic himself may shatter. As the final battle for the fate of the Shatterverse in Green Hill begins, Sonic will be forced to make the ultimate sacrifice to save his friends and enemies alike. Hmm. Uh, I do have an update about the Shadow Lego. Someone must have gotten it early because it's out December 1st. Uh, hmm. And I love the Lego close up, but also he's just like, hmm. Mm. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a little, mm. little, but little... The, the details on the shoes are not what I would not have expected that much detail from a Lego thing. Usually they do not like give that much. It would, I thought it was just going to be like just like red and red and white. Yeah, you know? like like even on the wrists, they have the like the red cuffs and then the inhibitors. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, we're getting the final season of um, Sonic Prime in uh, January 11th. Hell yeah. And uh, judging by the screenshots, it looks like we're getting like all of the Shatterverse characters together in uh, New York City. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. Why does the rift in it look like the beast with a billion backs uh, from Futurama? It really does. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I think it's blue in that, but it's it's the same kind. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It really does. Oh, yeah. Next up. Uh, McDonald's Portugal is getting Sonic Superstars Happy Meals. But for some bizarre reason, it's the modern cast. So like the commercial has like the classic characters, but the figures themselves is all the modern cast, including Shadow. Hmm. It's really weird. (laughs) And Shadow. (laughs) And the rest. There's also two versions, some with four wheels, some with only two wheels. Well, it looks like they have three wheels on the top. Right. Like the back Still. one, the back one's centered. But yeah, I, I'm. Very confused. Uh, try not to think about it. When I did the Sonic food research and found all like these things that are just like, huh, they really just put Sonic on a box of like, uh, uh, like liver spread. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, um, as I mentioned earlier, Sega Channel or Sonic Channel has been doing, um, uh, isekai calendar stories this year and the final mm. one they've released the photo but not the story yet uh let me copy the image i dislike this why do you dislike it it's super eggman <laughs> look at him <laughs> look at that fucking like if anybody wants to know what napa's mustache would do yeah <laughs> look at it that's eggman with the power of the emeralds we we wanted that for how long it's- I have we I have at least <laughs> who's we <laughs> I'm speaking in the royally who's this we you're referring to <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it sure is funny exactly 
<laughs> like, I don't I, know this man, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm curious what the story is going to explain the weird gem on his chest is. It's not the Phantom Ruby. It's uh, it's maybe a thing to house the power of it because only certain people can actually like house the chaos power. It's the because he's uh, always building machines. It's the Schmantum Schmooby. <laughs> it's to make his uh, his body look like a little bird with the top two buttons are eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I can't unsee it. Oh, it's a little bird just going like, hmm, okay, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I got, I got an Eggman on top of me. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. What you doing up there, bud? All right. But yeah. Uh, uh, it's uh, it, No, you know what it is? It's one of those uh, fortune teller thingies. <laughs> the, the fortune teller, like uh, paper things. <laughs> I thought you meant like. Sonic, give me a number between one and five. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant it was one of those things in a magic eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, uh, we should get another clip of the uh, there's there's an old man in uh, well, there's several old men in uh, Sonic 06 where their sound clip when you speak to them is them just going. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I would have to like get the entire sound library, I I like asset it, library, to find too, it. I think I have it, but I'm too lazy to look for it. Chris, why do you have this? Because that's how I got the hay. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you meant you had the the specific sound effect already. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Less I, I'm, weird. I'm pretty sure I have like the Sonic 06 voice clip somewhere on my computer. I'm looking at that shadow Lego design again, and they made those rings way too big because oh, yeah. above his kneecaps, below like where his his legs meet his pelvis yeah. are the tops of the shoes. Mm-hmm. He's got some high tops. Shadow baby. wearing like the giant go-go boots like that Patrick wears. And <laughs> <laughs> you have to draw Shadow that. Now, draw, yeah, yeah. Shadow wearing like Bayonetta heels. He'd, he'd fucking make it yeah. work. He'd make it work. <laughs> but you have to draw it like similar to Ian where he yeah. draws like them. Everybody like gremlin And it's just like <laughs> the tiny little bean body. And then just the boots start immediately under the body. <laughs> I make this look good. <laughs> These boots were made for walking. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, uh, first four figures has announced they're going to be making figures or statues based on the Sonic movie designs. Oh, all of them. I, yes. I only because I, I got like an email about the just the one of them, but Me I didn't too. realize they were making all of them. That's but cool. yeah, they 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 revealed Sonic. Um, I also which, got an email that my uh, Sonic Adventure Pose one is coming. Which I had to cancel my order finally. because I couldn't afford it. So I'm not. Oh no! I know. I, I I wish I could, but like I I canceled it when I was still looking. You can for visit work your nephew because... anytime. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning a heist, Chris. I'm right here. Oh, God. Uh, no, no, that's me. That's me heisting your Ramona figure. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This one's just a cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> this one's just an Ugh. IOU. It's not even Ramona. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. From my expert uh, opinion, uh, it's not supposed to just be 2D. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they, they did a good job on this figure. It's even in two dimensions. <laughs> um, uh, 
they yeah, like pre, me. They're uh, pre-orders that first four figure thing. It's still that first four figure thing. That first four figure thing of like it's not quite as kinetic as you want it to be. Yeah, first I I first four is okay. Like I yeah. remember their early days. Their their statues were fucking weird. Like I remember yeah. when I lived in New York, they just released the um the Skyward Sword one of Link on his loft wing, and you could well, see it's it also just like. They they need to be okay with having those little clear things to like be, like make them look like they're going faster or something. Yeah. you know, like the little transparent things. Yeah, yeah. They, they like there's just something wrong. Like, at, look at their the first four figures. Was it first four that did Mega Man? That boy ain't right. Bull. So first four did a Mega Man figure a couple of years ago, and his face is totally off model. Let's see. Oh, that's that's no Mega Man of my uh, that that I know. That is, that's, I don't know this Mega Man officer. <laughs> that's Jumbo Josh. <laughs> that is accurate to the game box art uh, in America. <laughs> um, <laughs> not the goal. <laughs> but yeah, they did one of Link on his loft wing, and his face on that figure is so wonky. Like, let me see. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Keep your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that figure at Nintendo at the Nintendo store this in New York like, and just being like, Ey. this is like when Rita's making like an open mouth, like derpy face. And then <laughs> Chelsea looks at her and then looks at me and makes the same face. <laughs> <laughs> just like that thing of like, when you see like something making a silly face, like a statue or yeah. like, you know, a sign just like, at your friend like <laughs> <laughs> that's what you look like oh my god <laughs> but yeah first four has definitely improved over the years but there's still something like well first of all they're too goddamn expensive do you know how much this sonic yeah. figure is they're too expensive to be this not perfect yeah do you know how expensive the sonic figure is which one that that uh, that one coming out the movie one yeah so pre-orders are open now. There are oh, two. Is it a drop in rings? Is this a drop in rings from your end? Yeah, let's do it. There's two versions. Yeah, wait. I have the sound effect. Hold do on. I, I always forget to use it. Uh, where is it? I, I need to label these better. Uh, uh, there we go. If you were going to play a fart, I would have just went with it. Like, not even acknowledge it. <laughs> um, it's that's that thing from Gravity Falls where Seuss is going through the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's not right. Wait, hold on. <laughs> um, okay, go on. Uh, there's two versions of it. They apparently come in the same dimensions, but the exclusive edition is, like, slightly heavier, so I don't know if it... like. Oh, wait, here we go. So... <clears throat> the standard edition offers the resin painted figure of Sonic alongside an authentication card and limited edition numbering, while the exclusive edition adds static and animated LED light up functions such as blue streaks of electricity and light up eyes. On yeah, Sonic. like I get I get like like with the adventure <laughs> one, it's like I, I I I don't like they have that that version where it's like the ring around it or whatever. Yeah, I didn't want that. And. Yeah, I'm fine with just standard one. I don't even need the lighting because yep. I can make my own lighting. Yep. And it's like with this, it's like I un this one I kind of get because at the very least, it's a static effect that's lighting. And that's a more specific, like harder to like wire and set up mm -hmm. thing. 
So I kind of get that being a more premium price, but the starting price shouldn't be that expensive to begin with. So how expensive do you think the standard is? All right, I'm going to go with 240. Oh, wait, here I have. There we go. Thank you. What is it? $384 for the standard version. Um, Oh, my God, like one and a half times more. (laughs) uh, How much do you think the exclusive is? Uh, okay, I'm gonna call that uh, 320. I'm I'm sorry. What was the original? 380. 384, and this is with I, a I, I was like gonna 30 dollar discount. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, 120. The I'm exclusive? sorry, 120 more. 120 more. Uh, 400. So 500. Like 500. So 383 for uh no, you're you're a little over. The exclusive <laughs> is. With a discount, $414. Okay. Okay. That's fucking the ridiculous. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, that, I could get like five Gokus for that. Well, it's because these are these are made of resin, while like the the Sonic Adventure ones that we ordered are PVC. How many Gokus is this worth, sir? How many Gogurts? <laughs> Gokus. Oh, I thought you said Gogurt, and I'm like, what are you referencing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I could buy like five Goku's. I know, with that I know, money. but for some reason I thought the second yeah. time you said you said uh uh, uh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um our our last piece of news, which is, is just like a little interesting thing. Um in Sonic Adventure, you could find these billboards. Um they were obviously low res, so you couldn't really tell what was going on, but you could see this character in these billboards that mm-hmm. we've never seen again. She's in, like she's in these green and red cubes. The text is completely blurred. She has enormous eyes. <laughs> oh god. Um so we don't really know who she is until who was it? Um Satoshi Okono on Twitter was posting a bunch of old art that he found and in a sketchbook he had this drawing of a character that he titled Spider Girl, not her actual name, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally forgot that he posted all this these these things, including like the the roughs of the, what became the Sonic Jam and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He posted a bunch of rough stuff from like Samba de Amigo and a bunch of other games. My, uh, my good good friend Satoshi Okino. <laughs> <laughs> he he he. I ever, like he would like a lot of stuff. Yeah. that I posted after he like because he followed me after I wrote the article about mm-hmm. him. Uh, and then he and then he like would like stuff. And uh, he also has a dog named Rita. So so we bonded. Ooh, interesting. My 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 good, dear, best friend, Satoshi Okano. I'm sorry. <laughs> friend, <laughs> friend of the podcast, Satoshi Okano. Yeah, a friend of half the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he liked one tweet that I was tagged in. <laughs> but yeah, she um, um, I like this. Yeah. She's interesting because we don't really get like. Insects, yeah. Well, I almost said insects. She's an arachnid. Yeah, she's going to um, she's constantly chasing Charmy to devour him. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to catch him. She wants to catch him, liquefy him with her saliva uh, and then slurp him up. I like her web. I like stories. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. 
I like oh. stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, is that all for news? Or are we still basically? Yeah, like I could. Okay. Re- there wasn't really anything like standing out. Like they announced the composer of um, uh, Sonic. Uh, I almost said Dreams Collection. Sonic Dream Team. Uh, and he's worked yeah. on like Deus Ex and stuff like that. He's I don't think he's worked for a Sonic game before, but that'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm I, I it comes out in January, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Sonic Dreams is uh, December 5th. So we're only a couple. OK, days great, because I, I still have a free Apple Arcade from my new phone. that I'm yeah. going to like, per- like perfectly time to play. Yeah. Um, Good idea. But yeah, uh, that about does it. Um, so uh, what you're saying is, is that infinite is full of infinite possibilities that they have yet to utilize. Yeah. And that's what I've been saying for a long time. I think he's <laughs> I do that like talk show thing. It's like, so what you're saying is that infinite is full of infinite possibilities. Tell me more about that. And I cross the leg and I take the dr- sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I really want him to come back because he, again, we went through his whole history of his design. He's got a lot put into him for him just to appear once while the Zeddy can reappear several times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I think, I think if he it's ever comes, it's the always sunny meme where he's putting down the mac and cheese and it's just like Sonic fans. It's putting down uh, Zeddy. It's like throwing, throwing it away. It away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but stop trying I, to make the Zeddy happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, let's see. Like, the edginess of this character is so over the top that like, yeah, his mask is really like edge. They really need to soften it. Um, Chris, Chris, is the podcast over? Did we? Is, is it over? Over? I really need to <laughs> add a sound into the built-in sound board that just puts in like the sound when you leave a call. Yeah. <laughs> I really oh need to add that. I'm going to do that after this. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, like I think if he ever comes back, he should be a, an antagonist for Shadow. I don't really see the mm-hmm. reason why he's so. I mean, if they ever experiment with more like spinoffs and Shadow gets another like chance at having his own game for sure. Like it should be infinite. Resident it be Evil being 4. Hunted. Do Resident Evil Shadow's 4. Shadow's mining his. With Shadow. Shadow's minding his own business and, and Infinite just keeps like showing up while he's like shoe shopping. <laughs> I will like, destroy you. Oh, God, dude, go away. <laughs> <laughs> just make him the monarch and Shadow Dr. Venture. <laughs> I don't even watch Venture Bros and I got that reference. <laughs> um, Would you mind him eating? <laughs> but like, just do, seriously, just do, do Resident Evil 4 where Shadow has to rescue Amy and Infinite is the one who's just like creating a bunch of bullshit for Shadow to go through and make quips I mean, about. Mysterio, do a Mysterio bit. What do you mean? Like Shadow fighting Infinite is like Spider-Man fighting Mysterio. Yeah, like I, I, I've mentioned before that the scene from, I don't like this movie, but uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, when... yeah. Mysterio's fucking around with Peter and making him feel guilty for Tony's death. And like, that's an amazing sequence because it actually takes advantage of a character's power and storyboarding. Exactly. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I think and it's completely animated. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I think 
Infinite is a great foil for Shadow because I should have gotten into this earlier, but like they're they're both similar, but on completely different ends of the spectrum. Like I like how Shadow after discovering the truth about his past was able to put his past behind him and work towards like going into the future. Infinite can't put his past behind him. He feels so ashamed of himself. He has to hide his own face from himself. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like that. I like that shadows power is something he was born with while infinites isn't his. Shadow, you're not masking still. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Help prevent the spread of COVID, Shadow. Numbers are up, Shadow. (laughs) (laughs) The news may not say it. (laughs) We have to end this before we just devolve into bits. But that's been the... From day one, that's what this show has been. But um, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) This Um, is a legitimate, serious Sonic discussion podcast, and we will only treat it as such. That that people (laughs) somehow want to listen to this dreck. I'll never understand that. Thank you for listening. But um, yeah, I think this is a serious Sonic podcast. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. God, what? this might be the most chaotic episode we've done one, since Sega one, World. It makes sense. It makes sense. But one day there's going to be a fart on the show and it's not going to be from a soundboard. <laughs> so all, the legend goes. That's all I got to say. We're just, it's just a countdown to the day it happens. But um, but yeah, I, I, I want I want Infinite to come back because, again, I think he's a really good contrast to Shadow. I like the idea of this character who hates someone who was able to put his past behind him while he can't. I think Infinite would abuse the fuck out of Shadow's like past with Maria. You know, like the, the, the way Mysterio had Tony Stark's corpse like crawl out of the grave and go after Peter. Yeah, like he wants to he wants to make it like, you know, uh, he wants to throw his past at him and he's and he's good. Yeah. And Shadow just <laughs> Shadow's just totally over it. I think that's a great idea. And like I, I again, I just want this character to come back because people clearly like him. There is a lot of potential with him uh, and it sucks that. I don't want Sega to think that just because the game he was in was bad, that the character is bad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's happened before. like, you know, like Shadow the Hedgehog's game isn't great, but it has a lot of good, good story moments for him. Yeah. Does that about do for you? you yeah. Got anything thanks, else to talk about th- for Infinite? Th- nah, thanks for letting me um, go on a whole spiel. Thanks for letting you hyperfixate. Yeah. This is a safe space for this. What's, what's your what's your episode that you're going to yell at me about things that I don't know about? B. I mean, we're already doing an entire series of it. So fair, fair point. 
Fair point. I also just said the most. Uh, I said the most correct English language ever. <laughs> dude, it's fine. I have my my degree is in does words good, and I still say things like does words good. <laughs> Me lose um, brain. That about Uh-oh. does it. <laughs> Why I laugh? does it? Uh, uh, thank you for listening, uh, Chris. Where can people find you? Uh, at C Dobbins Art on Instagram, Blue Sky, uh, uh, dot com. Um, uh, I think Tumblr, or it might be, yeah, yeah, I think Tumblr. Uh, C underscore Dobbins on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and Blue Sky. I said Blue Sky. He did. Yeah, I, I said I said I said C Dobbins art on Instagram, blue sky dot com, uh, Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, <laughs> uh, and you can find me on blue sky at Sean at your son uh, and the podcast on both blue sky and Twitter at Sonic pod. Um, and please uh, follow my other podcast, Attraction Ears, uh, and give that a listen. It's a theme park podcast I do with my wife. We just put out a Jungle Cruise episode that was incredibly chaotic. Uh, we talk about drinking the water like it's soup from a ladle. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Don't next talk week's going to gonna me be uh, my Jungle Cruise water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then uh, next week's episode is going to be um, uh, Super Mario World. Uh, sorry, Super Nintendo World. Uh, and then we're going to have Chris on for our Pirates episode. Hell soon. yeah. Yeah, because I uh, love and, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, and go uh, check out Jellybox and NoXP on Twitter. Uh, it is the independent animation studio I uh, serve as a production supervisor and writer for. Uh, it's Gene Goldstein's studio. I love that I could no just XP like... Series. I love that I could just pin when you write a tweet, even when you're off Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I drafted some tweets, some meme tweets for the uh, Jellybox Twitter, uh, and you clocked it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but yeah, um, go ahead and uh, check that out. We've got some good. Uh, in fact, new episodes will be out. Uh, I think the day uh, before this episode comes out, we will have a new No XP episode Ooh, out. Sweet. Uh, and then they will be coming every week. Uh, they'll be coming out early for people who donated uh, at least $5 to get the Discord. And it will be coming out a week early for anybody. Or sorry, a day early just for anyone who's just uh, in the Discord. Uh, so go ahead and join that and check that out. Uh, and yeah, like I said, follow the podcast at Sonic Pod on Blue Sky and Twitter. Uh, and I think that about does it. Uh, shall we? Shall we? Shall we take ourselves out with? Uh, I don't like how I said that. Shall we end the podcast? <laughs> I, I was I I was gonna say yes, but I hesitated, and I was like, you know what? I should have just said yeah, yeah. Let's take ourselves out, old yellow style. Come on. Uh, all right, on three, one, two, three. We, we all did, did it, it together. together. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with this filth. this podcast this monster (laughs) (laughs) goodbye everyone